Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 57. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play. This has been a crazy week as the fight against COVID-19 continues. As we're all urged to stay inside, stay away from each other. Uh, we've got to practice social distancing. We're still trying to, you know, fight this COVID-19 and trying to, you know, actually make a difference in our world today. Uh, we saw a very big drop of listeners this week, and I just want to urge each other, you know, to share this podcast with someone who has not heard of it. Make sure you let them know that this podcast is a weekly podcast, which content is dropped every Thursday. Make sure you guys come back every Thursday. You can always expect a, a, a episode from me on Thursdays. And I want you to know, you know, during this time of quarantine, I want you to know you guys can actually depend on me. Uh, I just want to say thank you. You know, you guys have been supporting me from basically first episode. And I, I can't believe we're here at uh, episode 57, you know. This is your local podcast, and I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so we can get back to normal and get out and about, you know. But so far, uh, this has been a great way for us to get, you know, attention to our details in our daily lives. Uh, this is a way that you could really catch up on some of the things that you needed to catch up on, especially around the house, you know, uh, Especially for me and my wife, we've been really uh, working on getting our room situated. Uh, we finally got all our TV put up. We finally got our Xbox plugged in. Uh, we got internet running now. So it's kind of, we're starting to see little by little the big picture. Uh, for the last two weeks, we've saw nothing but boxes everywhere, nothing but crates. Uh, we've had clothes in every which pile. Uh, now we're actually getting somewhere and we're starting to see, you know, uh, all that hard work that we've been putting to, uh, into trying to move in. And now we're, we're, we're finally seeing that, that, that finish line. But, you know, it, it has been still a struggle, uh, especially, you know, uh, during this, this busy work, work time for us. Um, you know, and, and it's hard because with this podcast, uh, I definitely depend on going out and about. Uh, get in contact with people. Uh, I, I like to go to the, the shows and actually represent the podcast in in a way that uh, you know get, gets up and close and personal with with uh, the people that we like to talk to, especially artists, especially business owners. And this has been the hard part uh, these last two weeks is trying to get out there, get uh, fresh content for you guys and actually uh, get something uh, worth listening to. But, you know, so far... It's just it's just been great to to come up with uh, ways to uh, actually catch people's attention, and I know uh, I see it everywhere now. You have to be extra creative right now, and I'm doing my best to to really uh, keep up with it. Uh, but you know, you, some of the best content is actually uh, made during these times. Like you 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 get the best out of uh, people, especially. Uh, when you see a lot of the businesses uh, going out of their way, trying to stir up business, trying to uh, get to go orders, things that they wouldn't necessarily do on a day to day basis, uh, they're trying to make ends meet, and that, and I'm trying to do the same thing with this podcast. Um, this, you know, last week, both my wife and I have been working a lot of long hours due to being essential to our community. Luckily, though, both our jobs 
have increased in pay. I know my wife, she works at Starbucks. She's, uh, she got a, a few dollar raise. Uh, and especially, uh, w- with my job, we actually got a, a, t- a couple dollar raise too. And luckily, you know, through this, they, they finally realized that, you know, we deserve some type of hazardous pay, uh, because we're working in a hazardous environment, you know, and, and you should expect a couple dollar raise, uh, for actually being, uh, on the front line of this, uh, fight against COVID-19, uh, I know, I know that we're essential and, you know, I think it's a great incentive plan to get some kind of, uh, reimbursement to the employees, especially when, you know, people could, that contract, contact, uh, contract this virus, uh, they don't, they don't really know what's going to happen. You know, they don't know how long they'll be out. They don't know if they'll even make it. I mean, things are kind of shaken up and, and, you know, people are not saying the whole story about this, this virus. And I just think that, you know, uh, the least these companies could do is actually implement, uh, other policies, you know, to protect their employees, such as, you know, which they did at, at my work where, uh, we can't bag any bags that came from home. So we were not going to be able to bag anybody's groceries until, uh, or unless you bought a bag from the store, uh, right then and there. Um, and also, uh, the need to actually sanitize check stands every 30 minutes, uh, to ensure, you know, our belts are clean and safe. Uh, we've seen a lot of customers actually get upset because we're, we're definitely trying to take our, our, our safety in, in hand and, and really put our, uh, you know, our left foot forward in this fight against COVID-19. I haven't seen it, uh, much before from Save Mart for any other, other thing, but this COVID-19 definitely has, uh, shooken up, you know, our industry. And, you know, these are very hard things to really secure and make sure that, uh, things, you know, things are, uh, are clean, make sure things are sanitized. Um, you know, and this is for the, the customer's sake and definitely for the employee's sake, you know, and it's crazy because like my store is still out of a lot of product, you know, it's been hard to get back to normal in the store, you know, Customers are still flocking to find toilet paper and other essentials. Uh, this has been, you know, hard on customers, you know, many of them not finding the essentials due to other people hoarding. They're hoarding a lot of product, you know. Uh, we, For some reason, people don't understand that we have to, you know, really uh, limit uh, what you're buying, especially when it comes to the essential products, you know, we're, we, we were allowing, uh, two per person for toilet paper, but toilet paper, you know, could not, I mean, it, once you put it out, everybody buys it shelf goes depleted really quick. So we had to limit, you know, one per person. And I just got to tell you, you know, it's, it, it feels like, you know, it's a pain, um, for these customers, you know, and, and they feel entitled, uh, to product and, you know, they're going to do anything in their, in their power to get what they want. So when you me- we mention these policies to the customer, you know, they give you terrible attitudes. 
And, you know, it's definitely for their sake and definitely for our sake that we're taking these policies and and we're enforcing them, especially with the uh, six foot rule. Um, people shouldn't be, you know, six feet uh, closer than six feet. Uh, we started having the police that is it's really nuts that, you know, people are really uh, not understanding what it means to be shelter in place where, you know, you see families flock the grocery store right now. I mean, if you are bringing your whole family to the grocery store, there's something wrong. It definitely needs uh, to change. And, you know, I, I feel like once the demeanor for the customer changes, I think a lot of things uh, will change in the industry, you know, and and I just know the customers were just going on tirades you know, demeaning our associates um, just because of the, the policies that they've established. You know, this is the hardest part during this process is dealing with entitled customers who try to find a way around the policies, you know, to, to, to ensure they, they get the product. It's just terrible. So if you're going into a store this week, make sure you're aware of the six-foot spacing. And also, if you're bringing in your own bags, be sure to to know that you're gonna have to bag bag your own groceries. Um, I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to understand. Uh, it's the safety of of for us, and it's the safety for you. Um, this is just ways to ensure that we stay safe and we stay healthy, uh, especially through this fight against COVID nineteen. But this past week, we still you know haven't been able to get back to the gym. But we did start our, our kettlebell regimen. We are still, you know, at beginning stages. Uh, but these types of workouts, it, you know, it provided me a, a lot of, a lot of, I could tell that I'm going to get a lot of benefits from this kettlebell. Um, we did it and, it and it proved to me uh, after we did a 25-minute fat loss workout. And, you know, this workout was not very intricate, but it did have some great movements, which... You know, I, of of course, you you know you're beginning at at at, at a certain workout, and uh, I I had a hard time with some of the some of the movements, such as the lunges, and also some some stretches that you know I had very I I I didn't have elasticity, you know, I didn't I wasn't able to stretch very well, uh, but I am going to keep up with this workout until I master each part. Um, you know, even if I have to take a break between each set, uh, I'm, I'm definitely feel like I'm actually getting some from this workout. Uh, I feel like, you know, the kettlebell workout is going to be such a great substitute from the gym, uh, since, you know, it works out the whole body. Um, especially when I'm looking to lose, uh, lose some fat, you know, but I'm still sore from this workout and, you know, I can't, I can't get stronger. Uh, until the next workout uh, becomes easier. So this week we did, you know, start our, our, our kettlebell workout. And I was really, uh, really impressed with how well we did. Uh, even though that we have a long way to go uh, to master some of those uh, workouts, I, I feel like uh, what, what, I, what I saw from the kettlebell is definitely something that uh, is going to work out my whole body. Uh, but we learned that this week that uh, one of our favorite uh, businesses uh, Spoke Easy Public House has started doing pickup orders, and I wanted to make sure you know uh, you keep in mind, uh, you know, to support your local uh, businesses. You know, uh, a lot of the 
the local businesses is going to be lost due to this, you know, coronavirus that has dampened a lot of the uh, the economy in Fresno. Uh, Spokeasy has been a business who's closed their doors as soon as uh, we heard about businesses closing. And this, I just want to give them some credit. And I just also want to just, uh, you know, support them. Um, I, I, I think, you know, taking the initiative... Uh, to try to to uh, combat this virus and uh, take it upon themselves to close uh, a, a great place. I mean, this was uh, before any of other places were closing, and uh, they they went up and and did it right away immediately. Uh, no no questions asked, and I, I I just think that was amazing, and and they took the initiative to to really uh, make a new type of stream of revenue you know they're they're doing these online orders uh they're killing the they're killing the the uh social media game right now and i definitely wanted to you know support those guys as uh you know this transition is probably damp uh, dampening their 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 progress you know especially uh coming into these next couple of months i know they'll be having an anniversary soon and i hope you know by this time uh that shelter in place will be lifted and we won't have to worry about that no more, but we gotta, we gotta definitely support our local, uh, small businesses, uh, because, uh, those are the most, uh, that's where the most damage is gonna be, uh, throughout this hi- hiatus. Uh, so do your part, support your, you know, favorite local businesses, uh, and just, just maybe once a week. I mean, don't go there if you're not feeling good, if you're not feeling good. Um, don't go there if, you know you've been in contact with that COVID nineteen. Just stay home if if any of those uh, symptoms start uh, affecting you. Uh, but you know, this last week we were also able to listen to a lot a lot of new music. And this week I actually wanted to review one of my favorite artists. He goes by Childish Gambino, but he also is known as Donald Glover. Uh, Childish Gambino is an actor, writer, producer, director, music artist, and DJ. Uh, he just released a project called 31520. This was a, a highly anticipated project with follows up from his last album, Awaken My Love, which is single This Is America, debuted at number one at uh, on the Billboard 100 and also won four Grammys. Childish Gambino was first on my radar in 2011 uh, when he hit the stage at the Rock the Bells Festival. He later became one of my favorite artists due to his authenticity and also his creative skills from writing and to his uh, stage presence. This album was uh, full of great songs, uh, but the ones that made me appreciate this album were Algorithm, Time, 2419, 4226, and 5349. Uh, This album was very easy to listen to. Uh, there is enough content to make this album very special. It's uh, twelve total songs that last about fifty-seven minutes. That's a lot of that's a lot of minutes per song. So make sure you, you know check out this album. Uh, if you have any other suggestions for my listening experience, please leave me a mess. Leave leave me a message and tell me you know which artists or albums you are listening to. But this week we we're able to watch a few movies over the weekend. 
Uh, we had a movie marathon, and the movie that I wanted to talk about this week was Gangs of New York. Uh, this is a classic gangster movie, and is definitely one of my all-time favorite movies that I own. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely uh, something that you have to watch. It's about revenge. It stars Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, who plays an Irish immigrant who infiltrates the gang that killed his father. This story is about how the Irish came to America to settle and in the process created a division between Irish immigrant gangs and native anti-immigrant gangs, which fought to death to, for power of just a small part of New York called the Five Corners. And this was taking place in the 1860s. Uh, this is a long movie, but I... I definitely think the story is worthwhile because it has everything you want, such as action, drama, and suspense. Uh, you can watch this film on Hulu or Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched it because we didn't have any internet. Uh, we weren't able to stream any movies. So I brought out the movies that I own. Uh, we picked a few out, and this was one that I definitely uh wanted to watch while the, the shelter in place is being in effect. And l tell me what movies you guys have been watching during the shelter in place. And I just want to thank you guys, you know, thanks again for sticking around for this week's podcast. I just want to remind you with your support, this podcast will go a long way by tuning in every week. You have shown me this podcast is more than just an idea. And, you know, it's become something I look forward to every week. But with that being said, let's start this week's podcast now. And I want to talk, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, the Senate passed on a historic two, uh, $2 trillion stimulus package. Uh, the stimulus package is aid for the country that has been fighting the coronavirus. Uh, the Senate passed a unanimous decision 96 to 0 to help its citizens through this hardship. The government plans to give its citizens $250 billion dollars. Uh, $350 billion for small business loans, $250 billion on unemployment and benefits, $500 billion for plummeting businesses. Uh, people who make under $75,000 will get a direct payment of $1,200. With married couples who earn up to $150,000 will get $2,400 with an additional $500 per child. Uh, this aid will be voted on by the House on Friday, and let's just hope they make it a unanimous decision. Uh, we all know that we don't know when the, ne the next time these businesses are going to be open. We don't know when the next paycheck for some of these families are going to come in. Uh, we don't know when un unemployment's going to start uh, coming in for some of these uh, citizens. And I just hope that, you know, we got, we're aware that uh, this, this is a big thing that's happening, uh, especially when you know it's a $2 trillion uh, stimulus package. It's going to be one of the highest that's ever been. Uh, it's not official yet. The, the, the House still has to, has to vote it in. Um, but this is something that is going to be written in our history books, you know. As this pandem uh, pandemic has hit home hard, we all are adjusting to this new way of life. And I, I think, uh, you know, this is a great idea for uh, for our government to actually help uh, fight this this uh, COVID-19 virus. Uh, but the but Governor Newsom and uh, some of the big banks also agreed on a 90 day mortgage grace period. Uh, this is 
a big a big thing uh, here in California. Um, he made a deal with the big banks to allow uh, people who are who have been affected by uh, the COVID nineteen and and people who who have been out of work uh, for the last couple of weeks a chance to be able to you know uh, to, to to pay their bills. Um, but this was actually announced uh, while the two two uh, two trillion dollar uh, stimulus package was announced from the Senate, uh, but the governor also stated that there are funds for homeless housing in certain motels. Uh, the state also has announced that it, it distributed 24 million surgical masks and also has ordered 100 million more. Uh, this is a great thing, knowing that California is on top of this. Uh, that California looks like they're, they're getting uh, their hands on uh, all the medical uh, equipment that is needed. Uh, I just hope that, you know, we stay there for one another uh, instead of, you know, trying to go against each other. Uh, but Newsom, uh, Newsom also said that this will take six to eight weeks just to show results, uh, you know, to show enough data uh, about how this virus has in, in, uh, impacted our state. You know, and, and I just want to make sure you do your part, you know, by staying home if you're feeling ill or if you're suffering from the system uh, sy symptoms, make sure you go uh, seek medical help. Uh, wash your hands thoroughly and also make you make sure you're washing your clothes and, and take a shower. Um, and if you have been, you know, in contact with the coronavirus, uh, make sure, you know, you do those things. Make sure you wash your clothes. Make sure you take a shower because uh, that virus could stay on, on objects for for a long time. Um, and definitely stay away from large groups unless you have to. That means don't go to the store uh, just to go get, you know, a candy or, or something small. Make sure you go for a reason. Uh, don't try to uh, try to, uh, you know, feel like this is something uh, that is not as serious as it is because, uh, people are actually dying from this virus. But this podcast is a huge supporter of local music. And I wanted to review an artist from the Jungle Showcase uh, that has since been suspended until April or until further notice. Uh, that is uh, MC Wicks' uh, showcase. Um, I, I definitely wanted to show some love to it. Uh, the artist this week I wanted to talk about is Arrow Young. Uh, he is a local artist, and he was supposed to rock the stage at, at Full Circle. Uh, we reviewed his newest singles from his YouTube channel. He also had a project on Spotify in collaboration with uh, UNR Melody, which is an artist-slash-producer uh, called Next Cap Genesis. Uh, my favorite tracks off this project are Design, uh, Clockwork, and of his, of his, uh, my favorite of his singles, uh, was If I Choose featuring Stevie B. You know, this artist has a lot of potential. He uses his voice, you know, to really express uh, his character. I hope he comes with a, a full-length project. And I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for more of Arrow Young and any projects he releases. Uh, make sure you support Arrow Young and check him out on YouTube or any other streaming service. Uh, I definitely want to make sure that, you know... Our local artists are, are getting the support they need as well, uh, especially because they're not able to go, uh, you know, show to show. They're not able to travel. They're not able to do uh, what they what they need to do to get uh, 
to make those ends meet on on that on that end. Uh, I definitely want to keep uh, the lookout for any local MCs that are uh, you know going to going to be on this showcase on the Jungle Showcase. Uh, I know MC Wicks and and his taste, and I think that you know he's he's putting together a great lineup of artists. Uh, so make sure when 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 the time's right, make sure to uh, support that uh, ju- the jungle showcase at Full Circle. Uh, you don't want to miss some of these artists, especially Arrow Young. Uh, you know you got to support everything local right now. And make sure that we're all winning and and, and we're all surviving. Uh, but while we're talking about local music, let's talk about talk about our local sports. And, you know, this has been a horrible time for our local sports. You know, we've been uh, with, without sports for a couple of weeks now. Uh, we're not able to see how our lady dogs would have done in the postseason journey uh, in, you know, March Madness. Uh, we won't be able to keep up with the five wrestlers and the one diver who would who would have been competing in the NCAA championships. Uh, we won't be able to see our Diamond Dogs try to repeat as Mountain West champions. You know, this hiatus put a real damper uh, on some of the, well, the best time of the year for sports. And I'm just glad, you know, our coaches and, and staff has been uh, able to keep their teams healthy and safe. Uh, and they're leading our, our teams in a, in a great direction. Um, it, it seems like there will be no sports until... April and and they're saying after April probably until June uh they don't the CDC has has mentioned that uh you know the 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 hiatus should have started by May uh and we're starting it in March trying to have a a jump start at it but I just don't know when this is all going to clear up it's definitely a week to week basis I know uh every day they're updating us with new kind of uh, data with new information, uh, but I just can't wait to see our Bulldog sports teams being able to start competing again. Uh, let's hope that, you know, uh, this won't be a, a long hiatus and, and actually uh, be able to see some of our, our, our favorite uh, Fresno State sports. But while we're talking about sports, let's talk about the MLB, uh, especially because the season opener has been postponed for a later date. As uh, today, Thursday, was going to be opening uh, week. Uh, The talks have been trying to start, you know, the season sometime in the summer. Uh, The postponed season has made problems with how players will be paid and also other logistical issues. You know, uh, how how will these players be compensated? Uh, How much time are they going to be able to have on the field? Uh, how are are they going to have to squish up the games? Are they going to have to play double headers? Uh, this is going to be something to to take a look at. I know the league stated that there should be another type of spring training to ensure that uh, pitchers uh, get the the stretching that they need for their arm. Uh, I understand that that it's a process for baseball that you know pitchers they can't just jump into throwing a hundred miles per hour that they need uh, that time to, to to get to that to that position and they're saying you know this will take place in May and I guess people are hopeful for a June opening week uh, but there is a possibility of a lost season 
which you know could give players the players union 150 million dollars to split uh, this would also mean that free agents would also have another chance at free agency uh, since the 2020 season is looking unlikely. Um, this is a crazy thing, you know, not having a, a season. And I, I could only imagine for, for these uh, players that this is their only outlet. This is the only thing that they have, you know, throughout the year and it's taken from them. But I just hope that they'll have a season this year. And I hope they come to an agreement with the plan to have at least a shrunken season. But while we're talking about sports, let's talk about the NFL free agency. Uh, let's talk about Cam Newton. He's right now, he's the top prospect right now. And I feel like there's a lot of teams that could, uh, could use someone like Cam Newton. And I, I, I'm not going to say a lot of teams, but I'll, I'll just say one team in particular. I think that the Patriots could, uh, could, could do something with Cam Newton. I, I, I feel like people really, uh, misjudge, uh, Cam Newton and, and they, and they put him into a category of a loser or, or uh, a showboater, and I know people kind of under they kind of underestimate him uh, after uh, the season that he had uh, hurt the season, hurt last season. Uh, but I think you know Patriots are a team, especially uh, with their coaching staff, that that could change some of these players, uh, you know, trajectory in the league. Uh, maybe if they sign him for a one year deal. Uh, see what he has uh, in 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 the in the engine, and see if he could actually uh, put it to use. Uh, he definitely is a, still a good quarterback. I think he still is a starting quarterback. Uh, it's just tough to see where uh, where he'll end up. Uh, another name that I wanted to talk about is Jameis Winston, uh, and a lot of teams have been talking about Jameis Winston, especially the Patriot Patriots. Uh, have been in the talks for another quarterback. Uh, but I think a great spot for Jameis Winston would actually be uh, in Pittsburgh uh, with the Steelers. I think, uh, you know, Jameis Winston is a type of quarterback kind of like Roethlisberger. Uh, he definitely could absorb some hits. He definitely has an arm that could strike down the field. Uh, he he definitely lets it go, especially after last year uh, throwing 35 touchdowns. Uh, it, that's a hard thing to do, but also when you're throwing 35, uh, interceptions, uh, it, 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 it's kind of hard to, hard to see where, uh, they place you in, in amongst the rest of the QBs in the league. And I think, uh, Jameis Winston would be a great fit, uh, for that offense, especially, uh, knowing that, uh, Roethlisberger is, uh, coming down towards the end of his, uh, career, uh, especially last year with Roethlisberger being out for uh, a lot of a lot of time last year, I think uh, Jameis Winston would be a great uh, acquisition for the Steelers. Um, and I wanted to talk about Tom Brady with the Bucks and what everybody's been talking to me about this this uh, so this, this so far. I mean, this is crazy to think that uh, Tom Brady could automatically take someone to the Super Bowl, but I, I guess people are, are, are actually flocking to, to have that opinion. I think people are seeing this uh, as an easy way for Tom Brady uh, to actually make it to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, they're already, you know, saying that they're going to win the division. Uh, 
uh, that they're going to be better than uh, what the Patriots are this uh, up, upcoming season. Uh, I don't know. I want to. I, I, I really want to see how it how it turns out for uh, Tom Brady. Uh, but he definitely has the weapons, and I think he he, he could actually get it done uh, with the skill set that he possesses. Uh, but I, I think in that division, it's going to be a tough one between the Falcons, Saints, and the Bucks. But that's just my opinion. Um, and I wanted to talk about the the signing of uh, of Gurley uh, by the Falcons, which the Rams ended up. Uh, cutting him and and we ended up getting him the same day uh, it's incredible to know that uh we have someone that 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 is a great runner uh we don't know exactly what he has in the tank left but we got him on a one-year deal so I'm, I'm glad to have Todd Gurley on the on the Falcons and actually a good running back uh that we could you know try to try to uh get get this team on the other uh, side of the the winning category, you know, I want to make sure that we're getting those, uh, those wins that we definitely need uh, to get to the playoffs. Um, and let's talk about Amari Cooper now with a, a five-year, $100 million uh, signing with the Cowboys. Amari uh, Cooper was definitely a top uh, free agent this year. And Knowing that the Cowboys uh, went ahead and signed him for a five-year deal, I think that shows you uh, the longevity he's going to have in this league. Uh, and the Panthers uh, signed Teddy Bridgewater uh, to replace Cam Newton. This was a big, uh, big signing for Carolina as uh, they now uh, are starting all over with the new quarterback, uh, Jason Witten, uh, a longtime Dallas Cowboy tight end. Uh, he signed with the Raiders, and Drew Brees agrees to a two-year, $50 million uh, contract with the Saints. I think uh, free agency so far has taken uh, took it its, its toll, and, and we're seeing a lot of these teams uh, start start to uh, look like they're going to be contenders in the, in the next coming season. Um, I, I'm just hoping that you know the draft uh, won't be affected. I hope that they'll have a draft this season. Uh, they already canceled it, it, it being in Vegas. Uh, and I think that's a great idea. I just think that uh, there should be some type of uh, draft uh, this year. But while we're talking about the NFL, I want to talk about the NBA. Just a couple of things. Uh, they're still on hiatus. They don't know when the season will start. Uh, they're not answering questions about any possibility of a, of a season. Um they they want to they want to have a season, but they don't know ex exactly how long this virus uh, will 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 put them in a hiatus. Uh, the NBA has already said ten players have been infected by the coronavirus, and uh, I mean there's big names that have had it, and I know now teams are taking the initiative uh, in testing players, uh, especially because you know this is probably. Uh, the, the the time that a lot of people are going to start showing symptoms, especially uh, when they say it takes, you know, uh, one to two weeks to find uh, any uh, symptoms. But this is a big thing uh, for the NBA. You know, they're, they're, they're losing uh, out of, uh, I think, 100 plus games uh, coming this week. But on a good end of, uh, of the headlines was the Clippers owner, Steve Ballmer, uh, is going to buy the forum for $400 million from the MSG company. And MSG company is the owners of uh, the Knicks. Uh, 
this is a big a big thing for for the Clippers, and if you're a Clippers fan, this is a huge huge uh, move for you guys. Uh, I know that the Clippers are looking for a new stadium, and definitely uh, knowing that they're uh, buying out the Forum, they're gonna have. Uh, some prime real estate right there, especially with the new Raiders, uh, not Raiders, the new Rams stadium uh, that is being built right now and which should be uh, here by this season. And I think uh, Steve Ballmer is one of those uh, one of those owners that really takes uh, pride in, in, in his ownership and, and, and he really puts his dollars where his mouth is for his team. Uh, I think it's awesome. And I hope that, you know, Steve Ballmer and the Clippers actually uh, get get to get their $1.2 billion stadium, uh, which should be in L.A. Of course, there should be two two arenas in L.A. And it, this is going to be amazing for the, for the city. And I think uh, the Clippers uh, definitely need their own arena. But now let's it's time for my favorite segment, Beer of the Week. And this week, uh, I want to talk about this delicious beer. Uh, it's called Galaxy Tactics from Urban Roots Brewing and Smokehouse out of Sacramento, California. It drinks at an 8.2 ABV, and uh, it's brewed with 100% Galaxy hops. Uh, this beer was an excellent treat. It was an IPA. Um, I mean, it was it was a treat knowing that we have been quarantining all weekend, uh, we got this beauty of a beer at the at at Spokeasy with their online pickup service. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Urban Roots Brewing. Uh, this beer had a front end that tasted like tropical fruits, uh, citrus, and the back end had a nice bitterness with uh, with nice hot flavor and sweet notes of of candy. Uh, this, this, this beer is definitely one I enjoyed and I, I can't wait to see more Urban Roots Brewing, uh, beers. I mean, uh, when I, when I saw the cans at Spokeasy, I had to get both, uh, but this was definitely my favorite out of, uh, the two, especially when it's, uh, 8.2% double IPA. I mean, you got to go with it, uh, when it's a hundred percent galaxy hops, you got to go with it. Those that's my favorite hop. So anytime I see a hundred percent galaxy hop beer, I definitely uh, probably going to be a fan of that beer. But uh, this one, they, they really hit it on the nose. I think um, the only thing that I wish that I, I would see from um, urban roots would be more draft in, in Fresno. And uh, hopefully that's going to be coming soon. Uh, knowing that they have been putting out these cans and, uh, showing that they, 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 they've actually been selling here in Fresno and, and seeing how well, uh, Spokeasy has, has done by, by, um, you know, being able to promote it. I, I think it, it shows that, uh, Fresno is ready for urban roots to actually, uh, get their beer a lot more frequently. But I just want to thank you for sticking around for the podcast. You know, this has been a crazy week for everyone. And I just hope you guys are staying tuned. I just hope you guys are staying aware. Uh, the things that are happening uh, it, locally, uh, the things that are happening on a national level, uh, it's affecting everyone. And I want you guys to stay safe. I want you guys to stay healthy. Uh, but make sure you do, you know, share the pod this podcast. Make sure you're talking about the podcast. 
Um, make sure you, you know, if, if you guys have time during this quarantine time, make sure you guys uh, call in, uh, leave a message. Let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know what you guys are doing uh, during this uh, shelter in place. Uh, I want I want to just remind you to to just support everything local. You know, support your local businesses. Make sure you support your local artists. Make sure you support your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off, episode fifty seven.